It's I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to the awesome show of World the Hard 20 Podcast. Why do I think it's awesome? Because it's my show, man. I love this show. Anyways, I just got to say thank you to each and every one of you out there who are supporting the show and loving the show and passing it on word of mouth. You know, I want to give a particular shout out to Gary Kilgore. He he made these awesome chainmail dice bags and gave us these dice and stuff. And man, I took a picture of them. I can't wait to get them up on social media. Thanks again, Gary. I really love it. This episode, I'm not going to lie, took me by surprise. I had a, a bit of an outline that I was all scheduled, you know, to kind of like go through certain things and Next thing I know, these hard slingers decided to say, you know what, we're going to make a left turn here. We're just going to take this whole narrative sideways. And I'll tell you, they sure did. I basically took the outline, put it off to the side, and said, all right, let's do this. And that's what we're going to do. So, enjoy episode 48 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. But first, always warm up your dice and top off your glass. You thought I almost forgot that. No way, no way. Episode 48 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Picking up Flint's tab. Enjoy, everybody. Years. <laughs> you're you're uh, describing what I look like in junior high. <laughs> I can attest to that. Ask Brian. He knows. <laughs> I just said I can attest to that. You come a long way, baby. Yep. No more buck teeth. Did you guys play the World of Darkness stuff, like Werewolf? Oh, yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. how, like, the werewolves would have, like, a human form, a wolf form, and then, like, in between was, like, the war form, so it's, like, an even bigger? Uh, there was... Yeah. Let's see. There was uh, Hamid, Glabro, uh, Krynas... Hispo and Lupus. Sorry, I'm a nerd. Gold the balloon. I just remember uh, the only Not on this I channel. Ever, <laughs> the only werewolf I ever played was in uh, Skyrim when I chose the werewolf, and I didn't realize it. Nice. That was like the worst freaking thing ever to do. I hated that. <laughs> Speaking of nerds, I was uh, wearing this uh, D20 that had a one on like the dice and then the guy it was like on a body of of a person and it says well i guess i just die and he's got his hands up like that and i was at the butcher i went to get some steaks uh yesterday oh, yes. and the guy's all like oh nice shirt and i totally forgot what i was wearing i was like oh yeah a lot of people don't rec- get the reference you know with he was like no it's D D." I was like way to go nerd and i just walked away <laughs> the guy just started laughing <laughs> way to go, awesome. nerd I imagine he's back there, like, as you're walking away, just sharpening his knife. <laughs> no, I knew I was joking, but I was just like, yeah, a lot of people don't get the reference. You wanted That's to beat funny. your meat. <laughs> you didn't get well, that meat was already beaten. Get your Beat your meat. He's going to give you the special sausage next time you go in that shop. <laughs> That's right. He's like, oh, you're that fucking asshole. I got something <laughs> for you. That's right. A stuffed pork loin. <laughs> the uh, chorizo packed one. Oh dear. Either so that or he's gonna be like, hey man, we play every Wednesday night, and then you got a whole new game. <laughs> how's uh how's everyone doing? How's everyone been since last week? It's been last week, right? Holy shit. Yeah, it has been yeah. last week. It's, it's been, been a crazy week. 
feels too long. The seven days before between sessions, it seems too long. It's always been seven days, though. I know. I just oh. it, it seemed exceedingly long this last time. I don't know why. He was just excited to get back. Well, I, know I the, mean, when the... when you come back to a like freshly leveled character. Yes. Well, I know the Delta Green alumni. Mm-hmm. We're packing it in. Packing. Packing. Pack Evidently, he was packing it with the meat guy. <laughs> Is that like, you know, when you come to a freshly leveled character, when you're at a restaurant and you go take a shit and you come back and your food's ready at the table hot, they just delivered it? <laughs> like that kind of satisfaction? Yes, exactly. You've got it, Chris. <laughs> Thank God you brought that to the forefront. With hey, that, let's get good. started. <laughs> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. That's you guys. Episode 48 of our Dragon's Demand run through. So, everyone leveled up, right? That's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Because you know what? Now that we're in the home stretch, no more Mr. Nice DM. Oh, you were being nice. I got an email from Sharit. The lesser devil, and uh, he just didn't like the way the last encounter went, and so no more pulling my hard twenties. I, I think. No. Oh, were you pulling your hard twenties? Possibly. You slobs are going to get the old DM's wrath at this point, and we're talking about encounters with some chest hair. You guys go down. We're talking coup de gras by the dozens, baby. Mm-hmm. You fucking done. Wow. They have to find me first. <laughs> that means we we have to come together like we did in that last fight and just I, keep kicking ass. I will give you guys that. Your your tactics on the back half of that battle were much better than when you guys first went in. And I one mean, person come was on. talking we and one in. guy fired and the other guy's punching the other guy in the back of the head, you know. And... <laughs> we got to keep that. We keep that part, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't know the little B was going to be so sassy. <laughs> he was so loving bad. you guys up all the way well, up until the end, but uh had all his little friends with him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see what level four can uh what Dempsey can do at level four. Well, do you guys want to talk about take a moment, talk about what you guys got at level four, or you guys want to surprise me? I mean, so uh, something I was mentioning before we started recording was that level four is a little lackluster for a lot of classes unless you are uh, opting to take a feat instead of the stat increase. Um, I actually chose a feat that gives me a couple of fun new spells um, and still increases my charisma. So uh, my Eldritch Bolts are a little more deadly. Because, you know, I had a problem with that before. Junior, did you do anything with Valadir? Valadir actually got ability score improvements, and he was able to use and know more spells. So that was a plus for him. So he's now able to actually use third-level spells. So now he can use the Wawa pedal. Third level? Or sorry, uh, uh, second level. uh, Use more second-level spells. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong chart. What stat actually went up? Which stat went up? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I'm gonna have to surprise you on that one. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he go. is he more sexy now? Is he did he like comb his hair? Always got to do the charisma. He got a new haircut, so he's all like nice, suavecito. Chris, you want to tell me what Stubby got? Did he get anything worth a shit? 
He got two attribute points. That's it. Moving on. That's it. <laughs> totally anticlimactic. What about so, um, I actually multi-class and a barbarian, and um, I was thinking about it, and like uh, to Ryan's point, uh, it's kind of lackluster. So I was looking, and I was like, you know what? With the way I've been role-playing Dempsey and all the anger and uh, the backstory, I felt like it worked. Um, I feel like he's been kind of on a chain from his family his whole life, and his older brother looking over his shoulder, and now he's out on his own, and he's finally able to just just be that crazy person he's always wanted to be. Throw a that punch, is, everybody. That's amazing. Yeah. I could only imagine you going into a rage and hitting that <laughs> hitting all three of you now. Oh my God. Um, well, I you did know, tell like, Bro- oh. I was gonna say, like, you know, when we we're talking about rolling hard 20, it's in most cases it's it's always a success. Just like rolling a one is is always a failure. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can imagine you smoking somebody, and it doesn't always have to be Junior's next character. You know, yeah. just anything. If you, <laughs> I gotta you go make in a rage and smoke something else, <laughs> like you punch the wall, you know, and then, hey, Kool Aid right through the wall. You know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, but yes. I, gotta, I gotta say, Dempsey came in clutch, fucking did hella fucking damage last yeah. time. Yeah, I, you know, everybody did a, a particular part in that combat. I, that, except Valadier. Well, I was, was going to say, except for you, you kept the floor really shined. You, you created difficult terrain. You know, that, you know what it was? And then, and then Stabby he held together. the door closed. Yes. No, he, I mean, he was coming in he was firing. He was pinning stuff down and, and everybody was doing what they, what they, I thought they were doing. Everybody was doing a really good job with it. So doing really well. So you guys left Hunkley's Manor at night. Um, it was probably like one, two o'clock in the morning. You guys made your way across the, the lonely, silent uh, road. I forget what it was called. Some the uh, I should know this. The old quarry road, and then you went down the Canticleer Road and ended up going back to the Wise Piper Inn. You guys got in your room early the next morning. <clears throat> Heinrich came, knocked on the door, said, "You know, Zabernus was waiting for you to come back." And you said you'd be along shortly. You guys got cleaned up and everything. You guys come outside. The sun's just starting to come up and rise. The town's already starting to, to be pretty much alive, you know. And uh, as you walk out of the Wise Piper Inn, looking about, people milling about, you notice walking down Canticleer Road, you see Methesic leaving Bacchus's smithy house. You see that uh, his attire has changed. He seems to be, he's no longer wearing his piss-stained pants and vomit-flavored shirt and everything. He's he's out of the, the drabs that he was originally wearing. He looks a little bit more, um, someone to be a little more concerned about. And he's, he, you know, he's kind of counting something in his hand and he looks up and sees the four of you right outside of the wise piper in and you see on it on his hip is a type of a short sword and something is strung across his back it looks like a some kind of a stringed instrument of some type and he sees the four he says oh good morning oh. i haven't had an opportunity to say hi to you since you managed to liberate me from the old master well i guess i really shouldn't call him my master any longer he's hong clay's manor I hope the day finds you well. It does. 
Um, I, I look around at the others for a moment, just seeing if anyone has like anything that they want to um, greet him with or anything. But you clean up uh, quite nicely. How are you uh, faring now that you're in town and have access to facilities? And I'm I'm doing much better, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to go to the Wise Piper Inn and get cleaned up and get something in my belly and <clears throat> I managed to scrounge together a few coins and, and get some new attire and uh, bought myself a bit of a short sword and he, he kind of pulls out this rusted rickety looking thing as I unfortunately uh, Bacchus wouldn't spot me anymore but it will do I imagine and he puts it back and you know, I managed to procure this here stringed instrument. I'm not really sure if I know how to play it quite right, but uh, <clears throat> I, th I think... Oh, <laughs> dueling banjos. You and I should get together sometime. You and I can play a song. I would uh, love to play a song. Do you know any songs? I know quite a few, yeah. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> you tell me any time you want to jump, jump in and, and we'll play something together. We'll sing Strong Hearts. Oh, perhaps you could gain a few more coins at the Wise Piper Inn, putting on a performance. You know, that would be that would be a spot-on idea if I didn't already have something else planned at this time. Oh. You see, I, I tend to catch up with uh, Linus and Saba. Uh, they were off to go procure Honkley's possessions at his secret hidden man cave. And I figured that for as much as I had gone through with the formal master, that... Rightfully so, a third of those proceeds should be mine. So I'm off to go help my two friends. Uh, I look at the others. That's very interesting, Mathesic. You do you do you happen to know where where they are? I don't know exactly. I just know that they said that they were heading someplace north of Belheim, someplace towards the woods or towards the hills or something like that. I I asked uh Big Bull Bracus, Bacchus to see if he knew anything, and he just kind of laughed at me and said, you're a fool. Uh, maybe you should take a, a shittier weapon. Those were his exact words. You know. For me to leave a good sword in the mud when I perished. So. Dempsey is like, maybe you need some security on your way. Would you <laughs> like us to accompany you? Actually, Methesdick, a thought does occur to me. We are on our way to the Baroness. Oh, until um, I said hi and good day. Well, funny you should mention that. Given uh, the state that we found you in and after the death of um, your former master, um, she may have a, a couple questions for your time. Um, I do not believe it would keep you long, and I'm sure she would appreciate uh, um, hearing any other insights you might have as to his recent behaviors. You know, I don't really wish to become embroiled in any type of royalty uh, disagreement. Well, this isn't a royalty disagreement. Uh, consider this, if you will, okay? Master Hung Clay uh, became deceased in a let's keep it uh let's keep it simple and just say a unusual circumstances his former employees and servants were still in the house and there are um uh 
most of his uh, belongings are supposed to go on to his next of kin. Now, she only told us to look at the manor, so of, of course we only need to be concerned about that for this. But I'm sure she would appreciate at least a few minutes of your time. And, you know, if you had some particular insight, she might even uh, deem to reward you for it. Well, my main concern, though, is that uh, Hunkley, his main follower was with this individual named Barlow, whom I never met. I just know that on the last day that I saw Hunkley, uh, he went into quite a fit of rage. The whole manor lit up with all kinds of magic and light, and that is when I decided to barricade myself in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, the others, they managed to escape. They even suggested that I go with them, but unfortunately well, I was too much too craven to follow them. Well, I mean, we can certainly relay that. However, I would be concerned that if the Baroness has more questions that we don't have answers to, she may seek you out. And would you want well, to be Well, that's fine, on? because I, I'm not a, uh, a citizen of Belheim per se anyways. I was just, once upon a time, a traveling individual looking to for, for sources of food and, and lodging, and I just happened to be brought into the service of Hunkley himself. I, I and this how long did you work for Hunkley? Probably about three years or so. And you do not consider yourself a citizen? I not think in that I have any I right to vote, and it's been made very clear by the hierarchy of the town that I do not have any. And you would look, find that many people who do work in the, in the town are of the same ilk that I am in the same stature I, as well. Look, Miss... Oh, please, Dempsey, if you have a point. So, like, as you guys are talking, I think Dempsey's going to look at Stabby and be like, do we need to take him with us? Uh, perhaps, yes, I think we should. And p perhaps, Dempsey, perhaps. As soon as you say that, I'm going to hit him on the head, knock him <laughs> out, and I'm going to be like, citizens arrest, let's go. And I just pick him up. I'm like, let's go, Warren. And like throw him fireman's carry over my shoulder. <laughs> Make an attack roll if you wish to hit him. Oh, oh boy. I was going to try to talk him into it, but. Um, that's going to be a 14. 14, you hit him right across the jaw. Go ahead and roll your... Oh, I don't know if it's considered damage or non-lethal. <laughs> I feel similar pain. <laughs> so this, this is nine points of damage. Nine Can points. I pull it, though? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do it just to knock him out. It, well, the thing is, is... Uh, yeah, okay, you would put him right at zero then, basically. Mm -hmm. Perfect. He falls back. Literally, I, like <laughs> Dempsey's like just throws them over the shoulder, fire arm, legs, just completely mm. pugilist horizontal stance. You hear his his stringed instrument crush under the weight of his body as he lands on it, and he is completely out cold. He should Some definitely light. be more inclined to help you when he regains consciousness. I feel like some, some peasants walk by and Dempsey's just like, Jedi business, go back to your drinks. <laughs> Dempsey, no, that, that uh, seems a little heavy-handed what you did there. Yeah. yeah nine points of heavy-handed. What do you was... mean? It's not heavy at all. And he's like like hoisting him. He's fine. He's like 90 pounds. Wait, I mean, Dempsey, one second. <laughs> you forgot his loot. Here. And I'll place There's it on his all back. all pieces of it. <laughs> all the pieces. What what's done is done. Uh, we we can't take back 
the you can't take it back uh warren we probably need to go talk to the baroness as much as i do not want to speak with her or be in her presence we need to close out our task with her yes agreed good thing we have good thing we have scapegoat (laughs) we found the man responsible as you guys start (laughs) walking um brian could we do a slight retcon and if not then warren's gonna uh, okay first off Warren would want some proof of exactly what we've been dealing with, so he would probably recommend that we take the head of the shear to the Baroness. The head of the show. So you want to go back into the into the manor? Well, either that, or if you're okay with it, you know, just retconning, we would have like lopped it off, tossed it in a bag, brought okay. it with us. Yeah. We'll we'll figure that, that you probably would have done that because it doesn't. That's not really a game changer. Like it doesn't alter anything. It's not like already we're already at yeah. the Baroness. Or well, I mean, like if it had been something that may have changed an outcome of something, then I would have said no. You would have had to. It's right. like, well, I drop. You know, I I throw my bow down to do this, and I don't pick it up. Then you don't get the bow. You know. Right. So. Okay. That's fine. Um, so you come out with this. We've got head. a gruesome bag. It's got a demon head in it. Don't call him a Fezdick kind of gruesome bag. <laughs> so as you guys are walking down Canticleur Road, you guys pass Bacchus Smithy, and you see Big Bull Bacchus standing there, and he's like, You just hit that man in the face? Knock him out? He's drunk uh, before noon. Yeah. It's a travesty. I've been wanting to do that since he tried haggling with me for the last hour and a half. <laughs> he just Seems walks like away, a... goes back into the into the anvil, starts <laughs> knocking stuff around. You hear the hammer falling again. It's basically one of those things that you hear across anywhere in town. Just ting, ting, ting. It's as, as common as listening to the birds tweet. So you make your way across Canticleur Road onto the old quarry road which is on the other side of the bridge and you know that going south along the green hill road will lead you not only to the baroness's manor but it'll also pass by the somerset house somerset sunset house sorry Valadir, have you have you composed any new songs since you've met us i have not time no time to compose new songs, but I will write new ones of current adventure. Have you thought of any ins- inspirational events or any thoughts? And I do have inspiration to, to hurt Jaw, but no clue how happened. I apologize. I'm sorry. And, and, and Go Dempsey. for initiative. Dempsey, going forward, while I appreciate the fact that you wanted to resolve this and move on and we've done such, let's let's give it, like, another chance for, like, words before you actually go off and break someone's loot by making them fall on top of it. I'll do my best. Thank you. It's okay. Loot would piece of shit. <clears throat> So you pass the Sunset House and you make your way towards Devi Manor. Tell me what you want to do. I 
we'll just go up to Debbie Manor and I have a feeling that I'm going to be the one doing most of the talking here because I normally do most of the talking. So I will just go up and like if there's a door knocker, we'll clack, clack, clack. A few moments later, you see the door handle jiggle and open. <clears throat> and you see the old man who woke you up this morning, Heinrich. He stands there and he says, Welcome back to Devi Manor. Please come inside and wait in the parlor for the Baroness. She'll be down in a minute. And he goes around the corner and basically leaves the four of you alone. A few moments later. You. Yeah. you mean the five of us? He doesn't even take notice of, of whatever he's carrying. He's, he's very similar to the, uh, what's that old butler on Archer? What was his name oh. again? Oh, Wood, um, Woodhouse. 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 That, that's basically what this old dude looks like. <clears throat> so a few moments later, the Baroness comes around the corner. She appears to be wearing some kind of a, a early morning attire, but her face is done. Her hair is all done. And she's welcome back. So Thank tell you. me, heroes, did were you able to do everything that I asked you to do in Honkley's manner? I will walk up to the table and in only slightly dramatic fashion, will drop the sack that's probably like the bottom of it is like oozed full of like demon blood on the table. And then in the other one, other one, I will uh, next to it, I will put down a sheaf of like handwritten papers and notes. Yes. Well, you I know? appreciate the one pile. I don't appreciate the mm -hmm. other pile. That is a oh. family heirloom that you have done well, to the table. Let me fix that then. And I Please. pick up the sack and then I kind of just move a hand over the table and it's clean as I use prestidigitation. Well, I could use you for the rest of the day. And I don't mean for cleaning the house. No. Okay. Just wave at his hand. Yeah, it's, you just oh. keep it. What is what is with this other person on on his back? Well, we have. I had have four to... of you, not four and a half. Well, you had four of us. Unfortunately, one of our companions is at the summer house um, due to this, and I'll hold up the sack again. We. Um... So where's the dwarf? The dwarf is no more. The dwarf is at summer house. That changes everything. Then. But a Were you aware sad. that Hunkley dealt with demons? Like, had demons within his manor? Hunkley and I never saw eye to eye. He'd asked me to have the old witch tower token down. I told him no because my late husband perished in there. So I wouldn't do it. And ever since then, we never saw eye to eye. We never passed each other in the roads of Belheim. We, we just never saw each other after that. But I knew I could always hear the whispers of, of how much he despised me, how he wished that somehow I would die of a common cold, possibly of a pandemic size cold. But I'm still here. He is not. To your credit, certainly. You know. They grow as strong where I come from, no? <laughs> so tell me, um, did you do everything that I asked in the manner? You, you went manor, through, you inventoried the stuff, yes. so, and it's all safe. All the traps are all gone now. 
everything that we were able to find. There are a few rooms I would exercise caution in, but everything that we found that was dangerous was dealt with. Well, she picks up a little bell and ding, 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 ding. And a few moments later, you see Heinrich come in and he's got a sack that's jingling something. You come, madame. And he puts it on the table and just leaves. And she says, well, per our contract, thank you for your services. There's your 5,000 gold pieces. You can split them amongst yourselves however you want. I know that you lost one of your, uh, so I imagine that his burial will come out of your end. It's not my problem. Uh, I'll, but I would ask that you at least cover the burial costs of the summer house as you did send us into a home that is full of demons, I say as I gesture with the sack. Well, I did not know they were demons. I knew that there might be traps and other obstacles, and that is why I paid you 5,000 gold pieces, was to go into there and to make sure that all those traps and all the devices and everything were unequipped. They were left dormant. They were no longer a problem. So when I send my clerks in there to actually go and itemize the stuff for the auction in two days, that, that they'll be safe to do so. They are so safe that is why I paid you. Yes, you paid us to deal with traps and to take a brief inventory. You did not pay us to deal with demons who impaled a good cleric, a good man of the word. Well, that is not something that I knew would be in there. All I knew is that there would be something possibly devastating, like maybe swinging axes or falling blades or maybe a dog or two, maybe a wild servants. I don't know. But the thing is, is that I don't know what he did in there. We weren't company. We don't know each other very well. All I know is that when he and I didn't get along, he put a hex on me. He wanted me dead, and I'm still alive. So I don't know what he's capable of really doing. For all I know, he's just all day long, just, just jabbering his jaws. It's not my problem. But I'm saying I'm not going to pay for the demise of one of your own. If you want to put him out in the field or lay him out in the sun to rot, that's on you. I don't care. You have 5,000 gold pieces. You can do whatever you want with it. It's only going to cost you maybe three or 400 to, to bury him or do whatever it is that, that is in a line with his deity. Why would you make me pay more? As it was, I was already going to offer you something, but now you want to do something else. So you take the choice. You either want me to offer you something or you want me to pay for his, for his services. I'll give you the choice right now. I uh, look at Stabby. No, and, I don't and... want to talk anymore to you. I'll talk to one of you. You little man. What do you have to say? You don't want to talk to me, Baroness. I don't too much care for you. <gasps> we, we did your bidding. And we lost one of our own. You had nobody else you in this town. You did not do me a favor, though. You took we... the job because of your greedy people. Who I else offered would you, have done this? I offered you, who knows? There's all kinds of cell swords that go in every day in another Belheim. And I offered you, and you even whittled me up to more coin. And I agreed to pay you more. 
I originally agreed to only pay you 3,000 gold pieces. Now you wanted five. I said, okay, there's only four. I don't know who gets the other 250. It doesn't matter to me. We know it's not your dwarf. If you, if you had others through this town to complete your job, you would have done it. You wouldn't have chosen us. So I don't believe you. Well, I'm not here to you be would have already believed done it. or not believed. I'm sorry that you had such a run-in with people of my kind. I'm sorry. But that, that it take, take who, who I am out of kind? the equation. Take who I am out of the equation. I offered you a job. You accepted the job under the circumstances based on the payment that you would receive. You said, I said, you want to do this? This is for much, this much money? You said, yes. We, we agreed into a verbal contract. And you went in there knowing that you were going to go in there and possibly have to deal with very hazardous encounters or whatever. You took that knowing that. Let me ask you this. The first time you came across something that was dangerous, did you turn around and leave the manor? Let me ask you this. Do you see this this man slumped over Dempsey's shoulder? I've never seen that man before. I didn't do that. No, you didn't. But how would you like to be that man? I'd like to roll an intimidation check. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. I was wondering where you're going with that. And that, my friends, would be a 21 intimidation. Ooh. Look at Valadier's face. Oh. Heinrich. Heinrich, I feel fat. I feel fat. I'm coming, Baroness. What is the problem here? She's gonna sick him on us. <laughs> so I'm while while she's I have my I have uh, pulled my rapier and I have it to her the point to her neck. Say we're gonna negotiate a different deal. Baroness, you say the word and I'll be more than happy to help you. Look, actually, no. Let, let's let's be a little more peaceful here. And uh, as I say that, I will step a little closer, and I'll appear to look at the the Baroness very closely, and I'll like kind of pass a finger over her, and trails of sparkles will come off it, and it says, "You know, you are right. Humbly did put a hex on you, and it's quite a nasty one too." And the only reason you are still alive is because he wanted it to take its time. Well, hold on, though. I uh, I rolled a high intimidation here. Mm -hmm. So did she pass that check? Oh, no, she failed. She's shitting her pants right now, which okay. is why she calls Heinrich. Yeah, so, so, I, so I look at Heinrich with the rapier point to her neck, and I look at Heinrich and say... Unless you want to be unemployed in this godforsaken town, I suggest you back off. Or I Dempsey's run, got his hand up. Or I will run this rapier through her throat and into her brain. What would you like me to do, madam? Back off immediately, Heinrich. Very well. He backs up. He's still in the room. He's still in the room. He's still in the room. And he's watching all four of you. Heinrich is? Heinrich is, yes. Okay. Um, real quick, can I get a sense of what Heinrich's like strength is? Why would this woman be hiding behind him? 
She's not hiding behind him. She's in no, front of him. No, not, not literally hiding behind him. Sorry. Because he's her protector. You shocked yeah. me when I knocked my mind. He's the bodyguard. Body I'm actually shield. surprised her son is not here and that she hasn't called him. Yeah, Arnold is not here. Good, good notice, by the way. I think Dempsey is just waiting for somebody to call on him. Like him and Validier are sitting at the kid's table like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, Mr. Carter. And he's like, can we just see what's in the box before you guys kill each other? Does this normally happen every time you come? Fairness, <laughs> all we have asked, all, we have simply asked that you pay for the burial of our companion. That's all. We will, we will take our 5,000 coin, but we still ask in fact, no, I demand that you pay for Flint's burial. And I push the tip of that rapier just a little bit more on her neck. Oh, my God. Very well, I'll pay for the dwarf's burial. So I ease my rapier off her neck, and I thank the Baroness for her her negotiation. I will very oh, you'll carefully... you be very welcome. I... I... I want to let you know that I am glad that we had an understanding. It didn't have to go this way. It didn't have to go this way, Baroness. You're right, it didn't. I was going to offer you something that would have made it worth your while, and now I see something else coming from you. And uh, But that's all right. I, I didn't get to be the Baroness of this of Belheim because I am unable to be fluid enough to make adjustments when the moment arises. So I, okay. I step I step away and move over by Dempsey and Valadir. I'm my blood is boiling at this point Please. and I'm trying to calm my before I'll, I take it another step further. I'll, take your gold. I'll, I'll reach over, pick up the back of gold and then I'll just kind of like uh well, probably not toss it because it probably weighs a ton, but I will hand it over to Dempsey. So now you okay. got a sack one guy on your shoulder and a sack on the other. So basically at this point, both of your hands are tied up. Okay. Yeah. So he's going to take a chair and pull it out in front of the, the Baroness. And I know she's probably still worked up and pissed off and plotting already. And he puts Methesdick into the chair and he's just like, like slaps him a little bit to bring him around. He's like, there you go. Question. We brought him too. Do you want me to pay for his burial as well? Well, oh, he's alive. He's breathing. Fortunately, he does not need a burial yet. He is, however, um, a source of information that you may find useful. He is a, uh, was a servant of Hunclay, and we found him um, in the manor. Some would say this would be like extra credit Think of yeah, it as if you're going present. to cheat on the test, then what good is extra credit, right? Yeah. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Look, Baroness. Who is who is this individual that you brought into my house with the with the guitar and everything? He's oh. finding people. Am I supposed to pay him too? No, we will uh, pay him out of what you have uh, generously um, given us here. Now, one thing I do think you should consider you had a very powerful and I am I would be but an apprentice compared to him in power level you had a very powerful practitioner of the arcane arts 
in your town that you did not oversee, that you did not have any direct control over, this man and any other regular associates of Hunkley can probably give you insight into any other dangers that you may need to be aware of here. Well, thank you for bringing that to my attention. I was not aware that there was something malevolent going on in my town. Thank you for as, bringing that to as my she, attention. As she is saying that, I'm kind of like swinging the sack back and forth as like ichor just like drips off of it, off the bottom, onto the floor. MC's like pushing Valadir. Leave, madam. Play your guitar, bro. Play your guitar. Like, <laughs> do something. Set the mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that would conclude our uh, a conversation for now. Yes. Is there anything else I can do for you? No. If you will uh, take care of uh, uh, Brother Flint's um, burial, we would be appreciative of that. Well, that is fine. I'll, I'll be sure to get on that, but I want you to know I do it because I choose to. Not because the little half-man over there held something to my throat. But that's all right. My problem is not with the three of you. They'll only be with the little man over there. At some point, we'll have to correct the ledger. Um, before I go, uh, Brian, I do want to take a really hard look at her and see if she does have any kind of like a hex or anything on her. Okay. Um, so uh, Arcana, I'm assuming? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and do Arcana. Okay. Uh, that is a 20, not she does not appear, 20. She does not appear to have anything on her. Okay. It was probably something that, you know, somebody said, I'm going to put a hex on you, I put a hex on you, and, you know, then somebody mentally thinks that they may have a hex kind of thought. So. Self-fulfilling uh, prophecy. What's that? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Um, I will, like, um, I am going to try to be a little deceptive here. Um, I'm as I'm looking at her, trying to kind of take in this and 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 sense if there is. I was like, um, uh, like I'll look at her, get the sense. My eyes will kind of unfocus a little bit, and then kind of come to her and say, "Hmm, yes, Hunkley was powerful." And then I'll turn around and start leaving, leaving the question of doubt in her. Mm -hmm. I would do like we... to ask you one question before you do leave. Oh. Please. Yes, you. I'm pointing at your screen. <laughs> I don't know who's who I do. <laughs> 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 to me, you're in the upper right. Um, when you went into the witch's tower the other day, did you actually see the body of Hong Clay? Uh, everything that we saw. I look at Stabby and, and Dempsey. Everything. That's not evasive as fuck. Oh, um, well, uh, I guess Dempsey wouldn't know. So I look at, at actually, yeah, Stabby's the only other one at this point. Uh, Warren, we recall we did see a 
um, in the tower covered in rubble, a man in wizardly type robes mm-hmm. that we believe was Hunclay. And I'm I'm whispering this to I'm not whispering, but I'm I have my you know hand cupped over my mouth over to Warren's ear so that the Baroness cannot mm-hmm. see what I'm saying. Um and my back is against the wall, by the way. Baroness, okay. we found a quite powerful or an elderly practitioner dead in the tower. Were there any others in your town aside from Punkley? Not that I'm aware of, no. I'm just curious whether or not it was just another old man in a rope. Uh, I am going to take a a second, Brian, and I'm going to kind of like reach back into my memory. Um, I would, like, I have always considered that, and and this is me as as like a player and, and a DM, I've always considered that like, wizards and um, sorcerers and and people who use magic, particularly powerful magic, will have other marks about them aside from their attire. Um, You know, they uh, might have, um, like, their their hands um, may be, uh, it, it would be like looking at an artist, like with an artist's hands or something like that. I'm going to take a moment and and think back. Were there were there enough other signs that I am reasonably certain that even if it wasn't Hunkley, it, uh, even if it necessarily wasn't Hunkley, it was a power like a, an extremely skilled wizard. From what you could recall, the way that this individual was dressed, it looked like a high level magic user. Mm-hmm. Uh, the features that were not crushed by rubble, which was basically his head, and everything else, uh, his hands looked soft enough they had rings adorning his fingers mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest giveaways would probably probably be the fact that he had keys on his person mm-hmm. that unlocked several doors and chests in the manor mm-hmm. i mean it'd be a reasonable deduction to think that this was most likely hunkley mm-hmm. oh that's true I don't know. Do we want to leave the keys for her? Let us suffer. Let us suffer. Do we need to bring the um, servant? Do we need to bring Methestic? Do we know where we're going after this? Um. Well, we have rumor of like a cave of stuff to the north now, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. And um, I will... Uh, uh, I'll I'll turn to the the Baroness and and um, say, I assure you from everything that you have told me, and everything that I have seen, I am positive that the dead individual in the tower was Hunkley. Then we don't have to worry about him ever coming back and bothering us. All we had to do was worry about what was left behind, in his manner. And you've given me a word that there are no other problems. There'll be no surprises for my clerks when they go through and they start inventorying everything. I will tell you, I highly recommend having one of your clerks be knowledgeable in magic. There is nothing that will endanger them just being in there, possibly even just touching things. Warren. But there is still magic there. Warren. 
I pull Warren to the side and and I say to him, "We're in a. I believe that we're in a an advantageous position here. Mm-hmm. It is my opinion that she is going to place a bounty upon my head, mm-hmm. and we may be able to play to our advantage that we have." Uh, an insurance policy for ourselves related to the manor mm-hmm. to secure all of our safety. Mm-hmm. Primarily mine. There's a dead man switch tied to Stabby's fingers, and if he dies, the whole manor blows up. <laughs> tell her that. Tell her that. Perhaps, uh, Warren, there's we can use some of this to our advantage. Now, I, I can take care of myself. I'm I'm quite a good rogue. However, Who's she gonna put a bounty out for though? She'd have to pay us. There's nobody else like Um, I will uh turn back to uh the Baroness and say, look, I will be in the area for at least a short period of time. If you wish to ask for my help, actually I will consider it. I would like to talk to you alone in private for a moment. Uh, I'm gonna insight her on that. Like, is she like kind of like what's her angle on that? Like, is she specifically trying to uh, like threaten me or or not threaten? But is she looking is she looking to use that time to try to get like one up on on all of us, or does she does she have something that she is legitimately wanting to ask me? Okay. She wants to show you the angle of her dangle because she sounds a lot like Arnold. <laughs> a lot of similarities. She's, she's pre-op. Uh, <laughs> 12. 12. She seems like she she sincerely wants to uh, divulge something to you. <clears throat> okay. From what you're able to gather. <laughs> Not divulge. Get the bulge. Here, grab here. Uh, I'll turn to the others and say, would you mind waiting for me out front? I'll be out momentarily. You'll leave the man in the chair. I would like to have a word with him later on when he regains consciousness. I would hope that you will... I would hope that you would be uh, generous with him for his time and and his um, information as he may be able to give you a lot of insight and I truly believe he may be willing to if you give him the safety of perhaps a bed, some food, perhaps he is, uh, he has been a servant for Hunkley for years. Perhaps he might be a useful servant for you. You certainly have a large estate here. Well, we'll see how useful he proves. And if that is so, then I have no problem perking the man. I think Dempsey picks up that nasty, bloody head bag. And he looks over at Bethesdick, who's still just unconscious and out of it. And he's just like, sorry, friend, I d- didn't mean to knock you out that bad. I didn't mean to hurt you. And uh, he kind of like slaps him on the shoulder and he probably like hurts him again. And uh, he's like, all right, <laughs> we'll be able to start on. making death saves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Critical <laughs> fail. Um, but yeah, he'll, he'll walk out front. Yeah. Okay. So you three leave and, and she looks at you, Warren, and she says, she, she pauses for a moment and she looks over her shoulder and she says, Heinrich, I believe that we'll, we'll be okay. There will be no need for you. Uh, 
I can trust that you're not going to threaten my body or threaten my life. Are we okay oh, to talk? We are certainly okay to talk, Baroness. I, um, trust me, my means are not those of my companions. It's getting hot. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Heinrich, take off. And so he, yes, I have cleaning to do, madam. So she, he takes off and Horse she looks wine. at you and says, you know, in, in two days, we are going to have a big auction mm-hmm. at the amphitheater in the Belheim Commons. Mm-hmm. And I would like for you to be there. Um, basically, what we're going to be doing is, is having an auction of all of Hunkley's personal effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha, his sister, will be there to make mm-hmm. sure that everything goes smoothly. But I am expecting a big turnout of many many famous people from all over the place people from Taldor, Kadira, Andoran uh, we got people from, coming from Osirian and I even have a professor from the University of Leopardstad in Ustalav a very mm. very impressive individual who said that he would be here in two days when I sent a raven to him his reply was very quick he said he would look forward and he would be here what I'd like to do is give you the opportunity to join the auction, perhaps as my personal consort, and I will give you up to 7,500 gold pieces to bid on anything that you want. I'm that sure that point. you saw many things in the manner that you may have liked. I would like to have you there in more of an official capacity I appreciate that, your Baroness. And what would the official capacity be? The only thing that I've heard as a reason for me being there is I uh, is to consult me with things, but also f- well, possibly if things to... a get out of hand, where people don't want to pay, or who knows if somebody wants to steal something. Ah, you're looking but, for security, but not just against a common commoner in person in Belheim or a visitor perhaps maybe a little bit of security against one of your own look Baroness I appreciate you feeling the need for this I can assure you that since this is resolved you will no longer need to worry about my companion he will not <laughs> well, he will he will not, um, unless you give extremely express reason, you will not have to worry about him. Well, I appreciate that, but just then just do me a favor and come as my guest. It would be nice. And like I said, for everything that you and, and your friends have done, I would like to help you with the, with if you, if you see something that you like, maybe I can buy you a little something. Give Open you bar? I, <laughs> you know? These are the kind of questions you need to be asking, Warren. It would go a long way. Look, there are, I have, one thing I should should make sure you uh, understand is that while you and my companion, Stabby, are, let's be generous and say at odds at the moment, if you are asking my, me to be there, my companions will be there as well. 
That is fine. It, it's all water under the bridge. What your little friend said. I, I don't think twice I'm, about I'm it. I'm inciting her on that. Is she lying? Oh, that's a 19. She hasn't forgot it. No, she hasn't forgot it, but it, like... She says that this is water under the bridge. Is oh yeah, it she... definitely it definitely isn't. Yeah, yeah. she's holding a grudge. <laughs> it's not. We're fucking dead. That's but the the individual from Ustalav from the University of Lebanon, I believe that you would get along very well with this individual. I think that he I will accept your offer, but I will uh add a condition. If you if any harm comes to my friend that can be tied back directly to you, you will not only have to deal with him, you will have to deal with me. Oh, don't worry about it. Nothing will lead back to me. Oh, I don't worry about it. I just want to be clear. That is all. And if we have an understanding, then we have an understanding. That would be great. I would love... That's, that is fine. I just want you to be there, one. I, I believe that this is something that you would probably be looking for. Oh, I saw many things in Hunkley's Manor that fascinate me, and you know, if there wasn't the urgency with having to auction everything off for his relative, then I would uh, ask to spend a month in there easily, and you probably would not see me in that entire month. His library alone would take up my attention at any rate. We will... And I look back at the entrance as I say this. Uh, we will be out of your hair for the moment, but um, we will uh, be at the auction. Remember, in two days. Of course. And be sure to say hi when you get there to the individual. His name was um, Ad Adrian. No, uh, Adivian Adrasant. Be sure to say uh, hi to him. Does, like, the family name mean anything to me? I realize Warren's 200 years out of the loop, but... Possibly, but we could do that insight next week. Ooh. Hi. Got to roll up a new character, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was I, intense. I warned you, Warren, that I did not like her. He oh, was not fucking him. lying. He's gonna. He's gonna kill. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard Twenty Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.